the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, all the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Great to be back with you boys. Great to be back with the listeners. It's been way too way too long of a week. A uh, week through hell for myself. Going through a little bit of a, of a cold here. Also, uh, great time of Thanksgiving and whatnot. I want, as my uh, as the only American on the panel, I want to make sure everyone had a uh, happy holiday. Everyone got some good deals on Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So, looking forward to uh, breaking down this Tuesday slate. It's a slate I like a lot, and hopefully, we can uh, give out some winners. This is why the rest of the world hates America. You're such a narcissist. <laughs> you have a Thanksgiving holiday, and all of a sudden, everyone else has to pay for it, even though uh, we didn't get shit kind of recognition for our Thanksgiving. But uh, you didn't ask for it. Anyway, no. Well, what about you? Take a sickness, saying it's it's I'm I'm sick. I got a bad flu. I can't speak. No, we didn't do that shit. We plugged through it. We plugged through it. All right. Anyway, bad Thanksgiving for me. Awful betting. Um, World Cup's been betting good bad. I mean, great games. Been loving it. I knew I'd lose money. Fuck it. I'll lose the money. It's been fun. Uh, but <laughs> hockey on uh, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, Thursday, or whatever you want to call it down there. Um was just absolutely brutal. Like, it, it was dog, dog city. I, I shouldn't have wagered as much as I did, but I had, like... I was super chalky. I, I waited way too much on the Canes to beat the Coyotes, the Avs to beat the Canucks, and uh, it was just a shit show. The worst, probably the worst day of betting hockey in like two years. And uh, yet somehow I had a profitable week after all that, just because every other day worked out for me. So if that that day just strike from the memory and um, move on, I guess. But uh, yeah, yeah, fun times over here. Um, no Thanksgiving turkey or whatever, but. Um, yeah, lots of fun football, too. The Egg Bowl is awesome. Uh, good to see Mike Leach beat uh, the uh, Ole Miss Rebels there. Man, there's there's so much to talk about. I don't know where, where to go from here. It's been a week uh, since we spoke. but Did I yeah, see that's, that's... LSU had a bad loss? Did you? Who, who was oh, that yeah. Team? See, that, that's way down the list of things I want to talk about. <laughs> don't bring I wasn't going to get to that one. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, just uh, fucking Texas A&M, they didn't score 30-plus points in like a year. And then all of a sudden, they came out of their shell, all their freaking five-star guys that they paid billions of gas dollars to. They finally showed up the one day of the year I don't want them to. Like, I've been betting them all freaking year. And the one time they 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 actually play up to their talent level, their recruitment level, is the one time LSU play them. And uh, that fucking sucked. But uh, whatever. We live, in, we live in, we lose. Uh, on to Georgia next week. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to lie. I fucking... 
hammered Michigan on the money line against Ohio State. What a fucking cash out that was. That was absolutely incredible. So that was fucking sick. I've been on a heater in college football, boys. Fucking loving it. NHL has been great, too. Soccer sucks. If you're betting on soccer, you're a fucking loser. That includes you, Joel. Uh, If you care about the World Cup, you're a fucking loser, too. No, I'm just kidding, man. The World Cup's cool. I didn't really watch it, but... Uh, um, that's what I've been doing, man. College football, hockey, fucking NFL, having a good old time. Shout out to everybody enjoying the World Cup, though. I know that's a pretty big deal, including our very own Joel Meyer. All right, everybody. Well, we get going here. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. So much shit going on around the world right now. We got the NFL. We got college football. There's the NBA. College hoops is rocking. There's a little thing called the World Cup that apparently billions billions of people around the world are paying attention to and the nhl is rocking and rolling so get your ass at the sports gambling podcast network website that's the place to be man you can read some kick-ass articles you can find out some other good picks listen to some of the other shows too it's a great way to kind of make some money especially on sports that you might not know like myself i've been kind of tailing a couple soccer bets i'll I'll be honest with you i know i just tripped everybody but i've been doing it um and of course shout out to all of our friends and pals in the discord if you're not in the discord you're fucking losing money it's been popping off Good to see everybody having a good time. There are a couple of new faces and a couple of people saying they're winning lots of money, man. So that's all you can ask for. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Yeah, Bolts no T, baby. Bolts no T. Just won it six to five. Let's go. Ooh. Damn. Yeah, Discord's been uh, been good. I had a live bet in there tonight. I uh, hit the middle there with the Red Wings plus two and a half. They lost four two. So that, that was good there. And uh, yeah, we also got a uh, baseball Right from back up, got the MLB winter meetings starting on Sunday. I know you're going to be excited about that, guys. Uh, put plenty of, uh, hopefully, uh, SGPN Fantasy Baseball podcast content co- to come out of that. And, of course, you know, we had a week off, but we're looking to record more more this week and the coming weeks. So make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on wherever you listen to your, your podcast. That's Spotify, Apple, where have you. Go ahead and follow us and subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review. And give us a follow on Twitter as well, at HockeySGPN. Even Steven Stamkos, baby, what a beauty! Is what he unreal? Beauty. Yeah, he's sick. Now I got a que- I got a question here. Did did you just say baseball? Didn't they just fucking end? Oh come on, not <laughs> oh, that again! I wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> oh, it's it's the winter meetings. It's when all the teams get the together. Winter meeting. Winter meeting. <laughs> and you're, and you're, well, they 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 all meet and they, they talk about <laughs> talk about turn each other off. Hey, <laughs> say what you want about soccer. At least the World Cup's fucking going on right now. <laughs> Jose Abreu just signed in Houston. That's a that's a huge deal. I mean, yeah, I, I could go on and on. Who's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a former MVP. Oh, is he good? He must be good, I guess. Yeah. He probably, okay, baseball. They make a shitload of money though, so it's probably a fucking monster contract. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. baseball contrast compared to like hockey is just absolutely insane. That's Anything actually, compared that's, to that's, hockey that's, is crazy. Well, yeah, that should be a, t- a topic for McDavid is like a minor league pitcher. Yeah. <laughs> He's like an <laughs> NBA player coming off the bench, highest played player in the NHL. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, okay. Uh, what's All the plan right. here, Ad? Where uh, are we going? Ready to win money and booster odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Win rewards, I almost said. Looking to get involved in a same-game parlay? WinBet is your home with their WinBet build-your-own-bet, letting you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. 
There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be partner or order and present in the state where play through winbets available. If you or somebody knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, gentlemen. The date is Tuesday, November 29th tomorrow. We got a fucking nine-game slate. Boys, are we ready to get into the nine-game slate or what? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can tell we've been off for a week, eh? We're just fucking rocking and rolling. All right. First game on the docket here. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is at 7 p.m. And it is in Pittsburgh. Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 105. Pittsburgh Penguins on the money line sitting at minus 115. Over-under set at 6. Over-paying off minus 105. The under... Minus 115. Okay, gentlemen. The Pittsburgh Penguins are kind of turning in the right direction. They started off a little bit cold here. The past couple games, they've been looking okay. Tristan Jari's kind of coming back to the goaltending we expect. His numbers still aren't the best. That's because he was kind of shit to start the actual season. I'm liking the Penguins here, boys. The Penguins minus 115 is my play. Carolina, we talked about it. We kind of chatted them up last show. We had an interesting segment about teams know where we think we are for future projections. We all expect Carolina to improve. But you know what? They kind of haven't really showed it since we stepped that. So I'm going to go with the Penguins. Uh, minus 115 on the money line. As far as over-under goals, I'm kind of seeing some goals here, man. Give me the over-6 at minus 105. Yeah, the Hurricanes, uh, I was looking into it a bit because I was getting shit for uh, recommending them to win the Metro before the year started or early in the year. But, I mean, they're they're... Who gave you shit for that? Uh, other, other, some of my friends. It's fine. They're, wow. they're still third place. <laughs> it's they, fine. They have, yeah, they have, they have, they have the. <laughs> Who do they fourth. want? The Capitals. Well, they're 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 looking at the Devils, being like, oh, the Devils are so good, they're going to win the division. No, no, they're not. It's it, the Hurricanes are going to be good for the long run. They have was Fred it Anderson in season back. or before the season? I think it was before the season, Joel. I don't remember. Well, good for them then. <laughs> if they were recommending the Devils before the season, no, no, they're rec- they're saying right now that the Devils are doing so well. Oh, okay. Well, then who did they like before the season? Well, they tailed my Hurricanes bet. Oh, okay. Then fuck them. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, the point is, the Hurricanes are still doing well without their starting goalie. Their offseason acquisition, acquisition, Mac Pacioretty, should be coming back in the next month or two. And they have the fourth worst PDO. So they're going to see some positive regression. As far as this game is concerned, uh, Hurricanes just broke a losing streak. Penguins just had their winning streak, sna- streak snapped. Uh I got to go with Carolina. I got them at plus 105. I'd still take them minus 105. I think they're the better overall team, as we did discuss in the power ranking show last time. And uh, I do like the under. Uh, both these teams have played a lot of under games recently. Carolina three straight and seven of eight. And uh, Pittsburgh three straight and four or five as well. So I think this is going to be a, a playoff-like atmosphere between two uh, division opponents here. So give me Carolina and the under. Yeah, I'm going the same way there. Uh, Hurricanes have cost me a lot of money the past couple weeks. I referenced the Coyotes beating them earlier. That was not fun. Uh, But they also had another couple overtime losses. Uh, Of course, the Avalanche one, which was one of my locks last two weeks ago. Um, That infamous 90% post-game win expectancy game. And then they also lost overtime to the uh, the Jets, another game that they should have won. And then I finally bet against them with the Flames, and of course they win that one. Uh, but I'm going back to them here. Uh, just the, the better team. I, I like the Penguins as well. They're playing a lot better these days. Uh, this line is pretty close to accurate, but I think that the Canes should be a slight favorite. So 
Yeah, give me the Canes here. I also like the under with uh, both competitive teams. It's both getting good goaltending, both very uh, uh, more defensively oriented. The Penguins were more offensively oriented early on, but uh, now, now that we're seeing more under games from them. So, yeah, I like the under there a lot, but, uh, yeah, I like the Canes a lot too. So uh, give, me the, give me the Canes here in the uh, high leverage game here if the Penguins want to make a push for the Metro, although it'll be hard to catch the Devils at this point. They just had another big win over the Rangers. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, possibly a battle for second place if the, the Devils can't be capped. Also want to point out here, people have been asking in the Discord for some uh, shots on goal, prop advice and stuff. This is a game I, I'd target. Uh, Carolina averages the third most shots per game at just over 35. And Pittsburgh allows the sixth most at uh, almost 34. Ooh. So guys like Brent Burns, uh, Martin Neches, uh guys like that. No, 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 no. Martin Neckes. Martin Neckes, sorry. Uh, and, <laughs> and Sebastian Ajo, guys like that. Or just check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord for all my plays. <laughs> I had to throw that one in, Joel. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> um, all right, heading on down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Boston Bruins. I think Tampa Bay is on the second night of a back-to-back. Did the Bruins play today, too? No, I don't think they did. Uh, game itself is in Boston. It's at 7 p.m. Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at plus 140. Boston on the money line sitting at minus 165. Over-under says 6.5. Over-paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Rye Guy, what do you got here, bud? Yeah, this is one of those games that Joel talks about with with the line moving and a back-to-back. Lightning just completely emptied the tank for an overtime win, a comeback overtime win in in Buffalo. Maybe that'll get them going because they have Vasilevsky starting tomorrow in Boston, but Boston's 12-0 at home. They're just unbelievable so far this season. Uh, Tampa is now 6-4 on the road, so that's decent, but these two teams played last Monday in Tampa. Boston won 5-3, so I'm going Boston here again, minus 165, bet this. Pretty much as soon as as soon as you hear this, or as soon as you see the line, because it probably will continue to move in Boston's direction. For sure, uh, Lightning are playing a bit better lately, though. Past couple of weeks, even that Boston game was uh, fairly evenly even, evenly matched. Uh, so plus one forty there is is, uh, is too short, though. Still, given the fact that the Bruins are are just beasts this season, probably the best team in the league, maybe aside from the Devils. Um, uh, but the goaltending advantage will will go to uh, the Lightning with Vasilevsky and Natty. Even though Allmark's having an awesome season so far, I uh, still got to give the nod to the the Russian there. Uh, interesting market there for the Vesna. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, for this game, I, I like the Bruins fairly fairly significantly here at minus one sixty five, and maybe the under six and a half here too in a high leverage spot. And it's maybe more of like a playoff kind of game. Uh, especially given the fact that uh, both teams play each other recently, a bit of familiarity. Uh, so, yeah, uh, under six and a half here, minus 120, and the Boston, the 165 is uh, damn good to me. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I was thinking of maybe leading a bit towards Tampa. I looked at Boston, and I'm like, I'm trying to find flaws, right? I'm like, okay, their division record this year, they're only four and three. That's still pretty fucking good, right? And they're undefeated at home. This team is fucking 18 and three, although. Their three losses have been all two division teams, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, with that being said, Tampa Bay on the second half of a back-to-back. This Bruins team is an absolute wagon, and the game itself is in Boston. So, yeah, man, how do you not take the Bruins in this? Um, I like what you said about the over-under, uh, more so facing the under a 6.5. Could potentially be like a playoff matchup, right? So these teams will want to play nice and pretty, nice and tight. Uh, so, yeah, the under is very enticing at 6.5, but uh, you got to go with the Bruins here, man. No slouch to Tampa, but the Bruins are just an absolute wagon. 
Okay, okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. <laughs> Is this the worst game on the card? It just might be. We got the San Jose Sharks against the Montreal Canadiens. The game itself is in Montreal, Le Bel Centre de la Habitant. Uh, San Jose Sharks on the money line, sitting at minus 105. Montreal on the money line, hanging out at minus 115. The over-under set at 6. Overpaying off, minus 120. The under, plus 100. Okay, boys, this is a toughie, man, but I kind of really like the Habs here, bro. Like, the Habs have been, I don't want to say good, but sneakily okay at home, 6-5-0. and San Jose has been better on the road than they've been at home, so maybe consider that as well here. But I like the Habs, man. Fuck it. They're on a two-game winning streak. On paper, this team kind of has to look a bit better. Uh, it looks like Kapil Kakadin is expected to get the nod for the San Jose Sharks here. I'm not sure if that will play out or not, but he fucking stinks. He's got an 8.71 save percentage and a 3.81 goals against average. I don't think I've ever done this, but I'm going to go with the Habs, man. Give me fucking Montreal minus 115 over under. Give me the over six. The numbers at six in this game. I, I don't know. Like the, I get it. These teams aren't great, but like neither are the goalies, man. So give me the six minus 120 and give me Montreal on the money line. Minus 115. Let's go, Montreal. Habs fans can lick my dick. I'm on your team. Yeah, we got two good games here at seven, and we got a uh, Sharks Canadians here. So this will be the one that not paid as much attention to, I would hope. But yeah, I think you got to go. You got to go with the Habs. They won back to back games on the road, coming back home. Uh, they won three or four overall. San Jose is just not good. Lost three in a row, lost uh, five of their last six. Um, so yeah, Montreal. Just I think here is a, is the better team out of, out of the two bad teams. Uh, so I'll take them at minus one fifteen. And yeah, for the total, probably just fade both both goalies because both teams do have some players that can score. I mean, you have Carlson for the Sharks having a great season so far, and their top guys Cole Caulfield and whatnot for the Canadians. So I, I like the Canadians and the over here as well. This would be also be a game where I'm looking at a uh, shots on goal props. Both teams allow over 30 shots a game and should be a, a lot of back and forth action, a lot of sloppy play. I like the and whatnot there after uh, Cole Caulfield because there's <laughs> not much else going on for the Canadians on either the uh, uh, the forward side or the defensive side. Uh, but uh, these are these are two pretty evenly matched teams. Uh, their their stats are pretty similar both in terms of the. Expected goals for, expected goals against. Sharks are actually average defensively. I, I was uh, a little surprised looking at that. But uh, on the road here in Montreal, it, it's a pretty close game. The line reflects that. Uh, not much going on there for me. The total is uh, not much more interesting either. The, the Over six, under six, uh, not much. Uh, <laughs> There's nothing going on here. This could be, this could be like a 6-3 game. It could be like a 3-1 game. It's hard to call. Uh, that's why the line is, is so close to the average that you see there. Uh, so I, I don't have anything on this game. I'm going to make this a le pass. Oh, le pass. <laughs> I like that. Le pass et goût. Okay. <laughs> to the 7.30 time slot here. We got the New York Islanders against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philly. Ryan, are you going to this game? No. No. Okay. A New York Islanders money line is paid off minus 170. Philly on the money line sitting at plus 145. The over-under is at 6. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Normally when it's one of our favorite teams, we pass it off to those guys. But I'm jumping in here, okay? I fucking love the Islanders in this game, man. How can you not? The Flyers are on a fucking 10-game losing streak. They started off respectable, okay? They were 
Torts got them kind of fired up. Maybe they had the Tortorella kick in the ass to get it going. Well, fuck, they've lost the last 10 in a row. Uh, it's been a tough look for the folks in Philly. Sorry, uh, sorry there, Mr. Gilbert. But the Islanders, on the other hand, man, they've been trending in the right direction. They're currently on a four-game heater. Uh, seven and five on the road. That's not too bad. But more importantly to me, their division record is six and one. So expect that to go to seven and one. They're going to beat the fucking shit out of the Flyers here. Uh, not only do I like them, I also like them in regulation, okay? So I'm going to be playing the New York Islanders in regulation. I'm seeing minus 115. Uh, I think there's a lot of value in that here against the Flyers that have been struggling even at home. And uh, even if Ilya Sorokin doesn't get the nod for the Islanders, Varlamov's no slouch either, man. We talk about it all the time. We pump that tires of that tandem all day long. So give me uh, give me the Islanders. Over, under, I don't know. I haven't even looked into it. The over, under, I'm just going to, I'm going to take the over. Who cares? Maybe the Islanders will score six on their own and you'll push. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah. That's what we're here for. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah, Flyers absolutely suck. Uh, maybe if, you're, if you offer me some money to go to this game, maybe I'd consider it. But no, I'm not, I'm not going to. GoFundMe? Yeah, I'll start a GoFundMe to, to go to the Flyers game. Uh, yeah, they suck. Lost 10 in a row. Um, seven of them have been in regulation. All of them were by at least two goals. So if you like them on the puck line, go ahead. But three of them were in overtime or shootout. And there was a stretch during the uh, 2021 season where these two teams played four overtime games in the span of like a month. So I could see that happening if you want to just have a, a long shot on the draw there, plus 340. But otherwise, yeah, you, you got to go with the Islanders here. Minus 170 in regulation, maybe a puck line. Uh, they Islanders beat them 5-2 on Long Island on Saturday. Uh, I don't see it being much different tomorrow night in Philadelphia. Islanders have won four in a row and the Flyers had that losing streak. But to a bigger point here, um, I might start fading the Islanders in the futures. I actually just, as as we were doing this, I placed a bet on them to miss the playoffs at a plus 180. Ooh. They have one of the worst expected goals for in the league, seventh worst. They have one of the best PDOs in the league. So I could see that regressing. I mean, Sorokin's good. Maybe he'll keep that up, but their shooting percentage is very high. And you got teams in the Metro like the Penguins, like the Rangers, that should be stepping up a little bit. So that's a good long shot play I like. But yeah, for this game, just go with the Islanders. As I was pre- preparing to talk about this game, uh, <laughs> I was going to say that they, these Islanders are uh, regressing, not regressing, but they're reverting to the Islanders of the two or three, four years ago where they uh, defy the odds, the analytics, the statistics. And here Ryan is pumping those in my face and giving me ammunition that the (laughs) the Islanders is just (laughs) fucking you up with your analytics. (laughs) These guys do it every year. Except for last last year, they kind of fell apart due to uh, certain conditions and circumstances. But this year, they're going back to their old ways where they just continue to defy the the statistics and win games. it just comes down to playing as a team. Like they got a great culture there ever since Lou arrived. Uh, he's got them buying in and just uh, winning games. Like that. That's what uh, certain stats don't qualify. They quantify. They uh, they just they they manage to win games. Like even though they're the worst team a lot of the time, they just they grind it out. They find a way to win a game because they all have spirit, man. You can't quantify spirit, and the Islanders have spirit. I'm getting to go back to my Islanders ways and. Uh, Oh, yeah, let's go. Uh, so, yeah, I like the Islanders here to beat the Flyers. The Flyers are dog shit. Uh, they're, they're even worse, according to a lot of those numbers. But the uh, main point here, though, is that the Sorokin is now the favorite to win the Vezina at uh, 4-1 now. It started 11-1 beginning of the season, and he is by far the best goalie in the league. If you look at the goal save above expected stat, he is 
nine points or nine goals above Carter Hart. And uh, after that, it's like a cluster, or including Carter Hart, it's a cluster of guys. So uh, he is by far the best goalie in the league right now. That's why you're seeing that those award market uh, shape that way. So I, I love that bet. Um, maybe not now at four to one, but uh, if you followed us earlier in the year, for sure, eleven to one, you're cheering that on. Um, so yeah, all hail Sorokin and the Brovit Union. Islanders um, <laughs> are going to win this game. Sorokin's going to win the fucking Vezina. Islanders are going to make the playoff and shove it in Ryan's fucking hoop. <laughs> Yo, for real though, Sorokin's actually sick, man. Like I know his numbers and everything add up too, but if you just watch him play, the saves he makes, like he makes like routine saves look like absolutely nothing, and he makes fucking game-saving saves look like it's just a breeze, dude. He's so good, it's crazy. Um, okay, heading down to the 8 p.m. time slot here. We got, oh, fuck, we got a barn burner. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Uh, Anaheim on the money line sitting at plus 195. Nashville on the money line sitting at minus 230. Uh, Predators on the puck line hanging out at plus 105. The over-unders at 6.5, overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Mr. Meyer, what do you got in this game? I am going with the Nashville Predators. Uh, I mentioned the, the Islanders, or Ryan might have mentioned it. I don't know. Islanders are second worst in terms of expected goals against. Well, the number one team in terms of expected goals against are the Anaheim Ducks. They are absolute trash. I think they've only won one game in regulation all season, <laughs> which is pathetic, considering we're already more than 25% of the way in. Um, and the Predators, meanwhile, they're an average team, better at home. But they got some goal scores. Uh, they're getting a little better now. Uh, now that we enter into the the meaty part of the season, so I like the Islanders. Or the, fuck, I've got Islanders in my brain. <laughs> I like the Predators to dominate this game. Give me the Preds on the puck line plus one hundred five. I like them to smash them four two five two six two something like that. I already bet the team total, but the puck line is just fine too. Uh, Ducks, uh, they're not getting the goaltending. They're not getting defense, and they can barely score too. So I like the Preds quite a bit in the spot. Yeah, that's insane. The Ducks have one regulation win in 22 games. They're on pace for less than four regulation wins this season, which, yeah, that just shows how bad they are. And and you have to go with Nashville here. Um, I don't know if I, I guess I trust them on the puck line just because Anaheim's that bad. But I also did a uh, Nashville and under six and a half in the game parlay for plus 155. Nashville could screw that up by scoring five or six themselves, but I see more of like a, a 4-1 game, 4-2 maybe. Anaheim's just, I mean, how many times we could be how how bad they are. But, I mean, this is mostly a pass game because I don't trust Nashville as a minus 230 favorite. So if you want to play it, do it the puck iron like Joel did or throw it in a parlay. Yeah, parlay or even maybe regulation. What's that, like fucking minus 170, minus 160 or something? Who knows? Oh, uh, way off on that one, buddy. What is it? Do you have it? No, I'm going to guess it's around minus 145, minus 150. Okay, maybe. Uh, maybe there's some value there then. Um, for this game, for me, though, obviously like, I expect Nashville to win. It has been absolutely terrible. Um, from what I'm seeing, it's not confirmed, but it looks like they might expect uh, or start Stoli, the goalie. He's been absolutely fucking terrible. But I'm still liking the under in this game, man. You know why? Because both of these teams are literally tied for 29th in league scoring at 2.55 goals per game. These guys can't score. I don't know what's going on. Nashville, I guess. Yeah, Anaheim just sucks. So uh, I'm going to lean a bit towards the under here at uh, minus 120 at 6.5. I think that's probably my best play. And then, yeah, any way you can take Nashville, that's probably the go-to here. Ducks fucking suck, man. We had a lot of fun with them last year, but they're absolutely terrible. So sucks to suck. 
Okay, moving down to the APM time slot again here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in Winnipeg. Uh, it's at 8 o'clock here. Colorado on the money line, sitting at minus 130. Winnipeg on the money line, hanging out at plus 110. Over-unders at 6. Both over-under paying off minus 110. That's kind of interesting. Uh, Julie, let's go back to you here, bud. What's, uh, what's up with your Avalanche here? What do you think? Oh, well, we're still banged up. You know, Nechushkin's still out. Landis Gog's still out. Gerard's back. Uh, Bowen Byron's still out, though. Um, getting great goaltending, though, with uh, Georgiev continuing to, like, save 30-plus shots a game. Uh, but the main part is uh, the Avs power plays. Number one in the league. Uh, absolutely mm-hmm. dominant. Uh, when you get McCarr, McKinnon, Rantanen on the ice at the same time, they're going to score a goal. I think the the home power play percentage is over 40%, which is uh, ridiculous considering <laughs> we're already... Uh, played like at least 10 games at home i think um so yeah the the, the power play is on point jets are a an average penalty kill team they're really relying on connor hellebuck who by the way is the only goaltender to receive car to receive heart votes uh in the in the, in the past couple of days there in the, the the quarterly uh mark so that's interesting might put a a, a, a wrench in the tires of the uh Vezina award i mentioned earlier but anyway connor albuck's playing awesome but uh, the better team here are the avalanche even though they're banged up even though uh we lost evan rodriguez too recently i believe so yeah the the, the depth isn't there but the the, the skill guys are still on fire McCarr's playing better now uh, he's going into his groove and mckinnon's just like uh, top three player in the league right now he, he's come out of the, the gate firing up uh even though he's got his next deal in the bag doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter to him. He just wants to play hockey, win fucking cups. So uh, he, he's he's got like something insane, like twenty five assists already. So he he's he's dishing the puck. He's 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 scoring crazy goals every night. He's basically McDavid at this point, uh, except without the goal scoring this season. So yeah, I love the Avs here. Just a much better team, and um, not even that significantly downgrade goaltending either but you're playing as well as he has so uh, i like to have quite a bit here with the special teams advantage and just the overall talent advantage especially oh yeah nikolai ehlers too uh, is out for the jets for Ooh. a bit mm-hmm. we saw how they tanked last year after ehlers went out so uh the same thing might happen to the jets this season we'll see because uh, he's a very underrated player over there in uh, Jetland or mental land in uh, winnipeg <laughs> Jetland, i like it yeah, I mean, you mentioned Rodriguez is now out for a few weeks. I saw you also have uh, Martin Kaut is going to be out tomorrow night with, a, with an illness. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, no, what are we going to do? Oh, what are we no, doing? I'm, I'm just saying, like, like how, how, how far down their depth can they go and still win games? I mean, it's impressive what, what McKinnon's doing, what Ranton's doing. He's barely better than average, well, average I, HL player at this point. Ooh. I know, but I know, but still, it's, it's just the injuries keep piling up and the abs keep winning games. It's impressive, Joel. I'm, I'm complimenting the, the avalanche here. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't really have a side for this game. I would probably lean to just the home dog because Winnipeg, I think, is healthier and, and Hellebuck is, is playing pretty well, but my best bet here would be the under, uh, both of these are under teams so far this season. Uh, the under is 12 and 6 for Winnipeg, 11 and 8 for Colorado. Colorado allows the third fewest goals, Winnipeg the sixth fewest. So it looks like a uh, good under game here. And as Joel mentioned on the uh, power play, if you're looking for like power play point props, if you look look at like Comfer or uh, Lekkonen, those odds are usually double what McKinnon and McCarr and, and Ranton and are. And you know what? They just got to touch it, maybe do a, a secondary assist, and you can cash out. So that's oh, a, make, make sure they're on the first unit, though. Well, I don't, well yeah, that's I don't what the first. That, that, that's what the first unit says, uh, according to uh, Daily Faceoff. 
Okay. Make check check up check up before you place the bet. Make sure they're on the top unit, and then get that value in there. But yeah, for, for the game, uh, I just like the under six at minus one ten. That's some good advice. Yeah, I, sure. I guess I guess because Rodriguez out now, those guys might be mm-hmm. boosted up there. Yeah. Um, for myself here, boys, I'm really liking the Jets in this game, man. Like, I, no slouch to Colorado, man. Like, Colorado's a great team. Uh, Joel, you touched on Alexander Gorgiev's numbers are they're actually better than Connor Hellebuck's. We all know how good Connor Hellebuck is. Uh, so, you know, no slouch on Gorgiev or the Avalanche here, but I really do like the Jets, man. Uh, this is the team, their home record, they're 7-2-0, and, and as well as a division record. I know I bring this up all the time, but to me it's pretty important, man, because these are important points, right? Uh, they're 7-2-0 as a division record as well, so I, I I just don't see a reason not to play the Jets. I know the Avs are a little bit banged up, a little bit. Uh, obviously, it hurts without having Ehlers in for, uh, for Winnipeg as well, but... I'm going to ride with my boy Hellebuck, man. I've been saying it all fucking year long. This whole team, the success of them is they score fucking goals and Hellebuck stands on his head. And they've been doing just that this year. Hellebuck's numbers are he's got a 10-5-1 record, 2.43 goals against average, 0.925 save percentage and two shutouts. And then even scoring goals, man. Like Winnipeg's 16th in the league, averaging 3.15 goals a game. I know it's that, that number may not jump off the page of you, but at least it's not terrible, right? So, yeah, I'll take the Jets as a home dog. Plus 110, why not, man? Um, the over under though, I, I don't really have a play on the over under, man. I don't love it at six. If it was six and a half, I might lean a bit more towards the under. Maybe I'll even take the under too. Cause the push is in play. But, uh, yeah, if I had to, I would take the under with a gun to my head. But, uh, other than that, I would stay away from the total on this one. I just want to point out that, uh, Ehlers has been out for all but two games this season. So it's not like it's something where they're suddenly going to, going to miss mm. him. They're, they're still playing well without him. Yep. Two that's games. That's all he's played. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Wow. Fuck, wish we knew anyway, that ahead of time, Ryan. Come on, bud. <laughs> I, also I thought, have to I, I thought it was a, a long... A, a, you no, said, go ahead. Go ahead. You said they, they tanked last year without him, and maybe that'll, that'll turn this year as well. But, I mean, they've been playing well without him already. True, true. But I, I said the throw a wrench in the tires. The saying is wrench in the gears. Before anyone comes at me on my Twitter account that doesn't exist, uh, I just corrected myself. So I don't. I don't think no, a wrench in the tire would, would be good either. <laughs> you don't no. want a wrench anywhere. Okay, but a wrench in the gears makes more sense. You know, you stick it in there like a like the tank tread or something. I don't know. A wrench in the spokes. All I'm thinking is like a bike tire. You know, you know the meme where somebody fucking puts the thing in the tire and yeah. then blames it on Trudeau. That one. Yeah. <laughs> a spanner in the works is another one I'm seeing here. <laughs> That's what I'm more familiar with. The spanner in the works. Yeah. Okay. What the fuck is a spanner and what the fuck's a works? <laughs> in the works. I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. I'm moving on to the next game. We're heading down to the 9 p.m. time slot. This is an interesting game here. Is this the first first time these teams have played each other this year? Maybe it's not. No, no they they played in Florida. I think. Oh, okay, they did. Yeah, November nineteenth. Okay, I missed that the one. Flames went on a shootout. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, it looks like they did. Okay, Florida Panthers against Calgary Flames. Game itself is in Calgary at the 9 p.m. time slot here. Florida Panthers on the money line sitting at plus 125. Calgary on the money line hanging at minus 145. The over-under is at six and a half. Uh, over paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Boys, I don't know what to think about Calgary here, man. Like, obviously, they're a better team than what they're playing like um jacob markstrom struggled to start the year he's starting to kind of get his game back a little bit but it hasn't really looked too pretty to me 
Uh, Bobrovsky is confirmed to start for Florida. He's had a tough fucking go to the season, man. And this is a guy, he has hot and cold years. Not even hot and cold months or weeks. Hot and cold years. And I got a feeling we're in for a Bobrovsky cold year here. With that being said, I'm kind of liking the Panthers as uh, road dogs here, man. Like, this team hasn't had success on the road, but Calgary's been a little bit struggling as of late, too. They're currently on a three-game losing streak. Um, It just hasn't clicked for them, man. We talked about this a little bit when it came down to our whatever we called it last year or rank or last show or rankings or whatever we did. I'm not, the flames haven't showed me anything to really be too excited about this year, man. So I'm going to ride with the Panthers here. Plus plus one twenty five as dogs. Uh, as far as over under go, man, you kind of have to lean to the over. Both these teams have star power up front and uh, both of these stud goalies have been struggling as of late. Both goals against averages are under 900. So yeah, give me the over and give me a Florida on the money line plus one twenty five. Yeah, I'm with you there on the over. Florida's been playing a bunch of over games. Uh, Calgary has had lower scoring games recently, but uh, yeah, that that game with these two teams a few weeks ago was 5-4. So I could see a similar outcome here, especially with Bobrovsky not playing too well. Panthers on a back-to-back, so it should be more open hockey out there. But yeah, I got to go with the Flames. You know, they're not playing too well. Uh, Lost three in a row to end a road trip in Pittsburgh, Washington, Carolina. Three tough opponents there. Coming back home with... uh, few days off should be able to get this done against the tired Panthers team so I like the uh flames at minus 145 I would lean to the over six I didn't realize it's minus 125 over six and a half I, I wouldn't play that yet uh probably just yeah so just uh flames minus 145 for now I do remember this game from a couple of weeks ago this is where uh Jonathan Huberdeau Mackenzie Weger and uh, Alexander Barkov were like playing before that before the game started they were they were like warmed up to they like beat each other passes and all this shit like they're on the same team or whatever <laughs> did i like that you guys are that shouldn't be allowed that's no no come on joel oh, hates fun no I that's do. not even fun that's just pussy bullshit <laughs> just do that in the summer where we don't have to see you like do you think a flames fan fan like seeing their players blah, being all friendly and uh and hugging each other with the, the opposing team before a big game? I don't think so. I won't like that. Um, it's like I, I watched the – what did I watch? I watched the uh, the Giants-Cowboys game on Thanksgiving where the, the players, like, freaking hugging each other before between snaps. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? This is a rivalry game. You're, you're, you're divisional rivals and you're doing that shit. I would not like that at all if uh, the, the Bears players did that with the, with the Packers players. I would, I would be absolutely furious. I want them off the team immediately. Whatever, it happens after the game, no big deal. It happens during the offseason, whatever, I don't care. But not during the freaking game, not during when the TV is on you. Anyway, I like the Flames here, minus 145. Just the, uh, I think they're still the better team, even though they haven't quite shown it this year. So far, it's odd. Like the, the difference in depth between the defense, the defensive, uh, the lines there, it's, it's, it's insane. Like the Flames have three stacked pairings whereas the, uh, the Panthers struggle to put one good pairing together so I like that for the Flames favor I mean they're still number two or three in terms of Corsi four so they're getting the possession of the puck they're getting the shots on net it's just a matter of putting them in the net and uh unfortunately Huberdeau has had a slow start maybe because he's uh too friendly with uh, his chaps there in Florida I don't know but he's got to get familiar with this guys here in Calgary his new team which he signed a new deal with for eight years so get it together buddy and uh put it in that at least, at least get some freaking apples, buddy. Uh, so yeah, flames here. <laughs> minus one forty-five is the side. It's it's got to go up uh, with uh, the better goaltender playing tonight against the 
Oilers. So, yeah, I like the Flames. They're minus 145. I have no feel for the total. Uh, Panthers are a weird team. Um, sometimes their defense just totally bails. Sometimes they show up, but usually that's on the offensive side. Uh, it just depends on the goaltending, I guess. So no feel for the total, but the Flames money line minus, minus 145, I think, is pretty cheap. I just noticed this, man. The Florida Panthers are averaging over 40 shots a game. How fucking nuts is that? A game. Yeah, they're they're a good team to target for uh, shots on goal props too. Kachuk, uh, Bennett, Ekblad's been great since returning. So yeah, they're they're just on fire as they take on the Flames. That's crazy. Even the Flames, they're at they're fourth in the league, averaging thirty four and a half. So maybe if there's like a a total shots on goal combined teams, like I know mm-hmm. certain books have that. Maybe uh, throw a little sprinkle on that, man. It's an interesting prop. Okay, heading down to the 10 p.m. time slot here. We got the Washington Capitals against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Washington on the money line sitting at plus 100. Canucks on the money line hanging out at minus 120. The over-under is set at 6.5. Overpaying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Oh, fuck. Boys, the Canucks are... I don't want to say they're rolling, but they're kind of on a three-game winning streak. Are almost a three-game heater, and I'm like, it's a three-game winning streak. You can't call it a fucking heater. Um, good to see, though. I know the, the sky was falling a bit there in uh, Vancouver. Maybe they can turn it around. I kind of like them at home, man, in this game here. Their home record hasn't been that great, but that being said, Washington has been absolutely abysmal on the road this year. They're 2-7-2 two, and two on the road. Um, maybe think the tide's turning a bit in Vancouver, man. You know, Thatcher Demko has played like absolute shit this year. Hopefully, he can turn that around. We all know that he's not that bad of a goalie. Defensively, Vancouver leaves a lot to kind of be desired for. Um, but yeah, man, Washington's kind of been in shambles too. So it's it's kind of a hard game to pick. But if I had to lean one way, I'm going to take the home favorites here, minus 120. Give me the Canucks as far as over under goes. Oh, I don't love either play, but like. Darcy Kemper hasn't really been that great either, so I'm going to lean towards the over here just because there is some star-studded talent on both teams at plus 100 here at 6.5. Yeah, right, right there with you on Vancouver, minus 120, and the over 6.5 at uh, plus 100. Vancouver, they're on here. They, they've won three in a row. They've won uh, five of six. They've scored four goals or more in uh, each of those six games. So maybe look at a team total over three and a half. That's at uh, plus 110. Uh, But yeah, I I like the Canucks here at home. You mentioned the Capitals, just abysmal road record, 2-7-2. So yeah, Vancouver here at home. Hopefully they can keep it going as they return home from their road trip. Give me the Canucks and the over six and a half. Ryan's not afraid to call it a heater. Yeah, I know. I was like, whoa, bro. (laughs) <laughs> and you know why? Because the teams they beat, they beat the freaking Avalanche, they beat the Knights, two of the best teams in the West. Now they beat the Sharks, but uh, <laughs> that's a post note. Um, yeah, coming back home here, I do like the Canucks as well against the Capitals. You mentioned their abysmal road record. They're still banged up, of course, with uh, Wilson and Baxter not expected for some time yet. And uh, Dmitry Orlov, key part of the defense out as well. Meanwhile, the Canucks, uh, we saw it last year, how they had a terrible start to start the season. Then and turn it around with the hiring of Bruce Brochot. Maybe uh, Bruce Brochot is a uh, is a December coach, a winter coach. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> is that a it, thing? It could, yeah, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> it's turning into a thing, apparently. Uh, Bruce. They can keep up this form. Yeah, he's going to give it to you. He's going to give it to the Caps and uh, and all the rest of them. I guess uh, minus one twenty, I think, is a decent line. The Canucks are better than the record for sure. They got a high powered offense. It's about keeping. Uh, 
keeping leads, and they've done that lately. So, uh, yeah, I like the Canucks here at only minus 120. Over 6.5, though, is uh, an even better bet because it's the same old Canucks, same old uh, just total defensive frailties. Just uh, don't give a fuck in your own end. Don't go into the corners. Don't do all that hard stuff. Like Bruce Boudreau teams are not good for that. Uh, but they are good for just throwing everything at the net and going forward, getting the defense, pressing high. So uh, there will be goals in Canucks games, that's for sure. And uh, Canucks goalies haven't been good. Capitals goalies been average. So, yeah, over six and a half here, I think it's fine. You might see an over six juice. That's fine, too. So, yeah, give me the over here and the Canucks. All right, moving down to the 10.30 p.m. time slot. Last game on the docket here. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Los Angeles Kings. Game's at 10.30, and it is in Los Angeles. Uh, Seattle on the money line, sitting at plus 100. L.A. Kings on the money line, hanging out at minus 120. Pretty close game here. Uh, Over-unders pay, or sitting at six. Overpaid off, minus 120. The under, plus 100. Ryan, what are you feeling here, buddy? Kind of a tough game to call here, but I mentioned it in the Discord the other night. I think I may be uh, adopting the Seattle Kraken as my West Coast team. I already got a hat. I already got a crack crack going on. So give me the Kraken here, plus 100. I, I think they're playing better right now. They've won what? They've won five in a row. Kings have lost four of their past five. Only win was in San Jose against the Lily Sharks. So I think Seattle here is Decent value there, plus 100. If you can get them plus 105, plus 110, even better. Um, yeah, can the Kraken is my best bet for this one. And then the total, I'd probably lean to the under six at plus 100. That uh, was a 3-2 game in overtime a few weeks ago when they played. Could see a similar outcome uh, t- uh, tomorrow night. They also played in L.A. back on October 13th in Seattle 1-4-1. So, yeah, even more reason to take Seattle and the under. I don't mind that at all. Uh, I like the Kraken here as well. Just a well-rounded team. Finding some goal scoring this year. Getting some goaltending as well. Although Philip Grubrad returns, so maybe that could put a, oh, no. a spanner in the works or a wrench in the tires or however you want to say it of the Kraken <laughs> uh, goaltending experience. But, um, yeah, if, if Martin Jones starts, <laughs> that still cracks me up every time I say that. Martin Jones, we need Martin Jones. Oh, magic hands Marty, baby. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, uh, he was a fun fave when he was in San Jose, that's for sure. But uh, times have changed. Times have changed on the crack and need Martin Jones and Nit. But at plus 100 here, there's still an underdog uh, against the Kings, where I think a uh, fairly average team, maybe slightly above average. But uh, the crack can have shown to be um, legitimately second place in the, in the Pacific Division. So I like them as very small dogs here at uh, plus 100. Uh, Slightly into the over, actually, over six here with the Kraken just uh, uh, opening it up a lot more. And then the Kings, um, they're a bit of a hit and miss. I'm not sure how their over-unders are going lately, but I remember that uh, that uh, they were involved in a lot of high-scoring games as well. So I, I don't care about the total, but the, the Kraken money line is, is what I'm going after here. All right, I'm right there with everything Joel just said, man. I love the Kraken lately, especially at plus 100. Like, this team's been an absolute fucking wagon, man. You talked about it. They're on a five-game heater. It's five games. You're allowed to call it a heater. (laughs) Suck it, Ryan. Uh, um, No, I like them, man. Uh, Jonathan Quick hasn't looked that great for LA. Um, Over, under, I'd kind of have to go to the over here, man. Six seems a little bit low. The push is in play. Seattle's been scoring goals. What I really wanted to bring up when it came down to this game, though, something that I kind of like the idea of. What about Dave Haxtell for the Jack Adams? 
Like no. if the no. and if the Rangers fall off a bit and <laughs> no. Seattle keeps going, man, like there's got to be some value there. Come on. What if they how? keep riding? It's Lindy Ruff, baby. Lindy, Lindy Ruff all the way. Bruce Cassidy. The like, way I'm looking at it is level Jim of competition Montgomery. within the division, okay? I see that the Metro division, in my opinion, you know, maybe you guys don't agree with this, but I see that the Metro to me is better than Pacific. So New Jersey might have a stronger time playing against more teams within the division than mm-hmm. Seattle will. So I wouldn't hate it, man. Depending on what the odds are, maybe a little sprinkle. It might be worth it. So that's what I'll be looking out for. But as far as this game goes, I do like Seattle and I do like the over as well. Yeah, I'm just looking at uh, Jonathan Quick's stats here. He is the number 46th ranked goalie in terms of goals I've ever expected. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of backups playing better than him right now. So that makes mm-hmm. me like the the Kraken even more. And uh, it makes me like the over a little more, too. I mean, Martin Jones is, is it? Is a respectable number twenty-four, but it's uh, still hard to Jones. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're in the top thirty-two, okay, you're an NHL goalie, and that's better okay. than what he was before. That's like saying fucking what's his name? How am I forgetting his name right now? Who's that motherfucker that plays quarterback for you? Mac Jones. That's it. Yeah, close enough. That's like saying Mac Jones. Yeah, he threw for fucking two hundred eighty yards last game. He's gonna be great. Yeah, no. Um, hey, okay, boys. He's not that. Bad, man. No, I loved him. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks awesome. in the league right now. I agree. They're not, they're not, there's not a lot of good ones. Shows. Okay, boys, that was a hell of a nine-game slate here. Uh, we're gonna roll right into our lock dogs and totals here. Uh, we'll do a run through of the standings where we currently sit. Uh, Julie's still in first place here. He is 18 and 12 on the season. He is currently up 6.7 units. Uh, Ryan's in second place here. He is 15 and 14 on the season. He is down 1.84 units. Trended in the right direction, though, looking to get in the positives. Uh, myself, I am 14 and 15. Uh, I'm down 3.57 units. As a collective podcast, though, we are 47 and 41 on the year. We are up. 1.29 units which is definitely a hell of a lot better than we were last year so we're stepping in the right direction Jolie, get us started here buddy what do you got going with my boys the Colorado avalanche on the road against winnipeg jets i know i've been fading the jets like all season much to my detriment uh but i think that the Avs win this game just the better team halibut will have to be the better goaltender in this one which is very possible but um he's gonna have to do it for the whole 60 minutes, including quite a bit of power play time with the Jets' proclivity to um, uh, commit penalties. So there'll be some power play time for the Avs in this game. And I expect uh, McCarr, McKinnon, Rantanen to open up on those occasions. So I like the Avs at only minus 30. My dog, uh, I couldn't find anything on this board. I mean, they're all they're all pretty pretty close games, I mean, for the most part. So it was hard to find a, a money line dog. So I just went with the... Predators buck line plus one five, just a little true wow wow. But uh, yeah, I think that this should be a, a good bet, given the fact that the Ducks are just putrid. We've been over that, and my total is the Caps Canucks over six and a half at plus one hundred. Uh, just you know, there's goals in Canucks games. It's it's not a hard handicap there. Um, yeah, the Canucks they score goals, they let goals in. So uh, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> All right, for me, uh, my lock, I'm going with the Boston Bruins, minus 165 at home against the tired Tampa Bay Lightning team. Uh, this line should definitely move a lot. Boston could end up being minus 180, minus 185, if not higher. But puck drop, so make sure you place this bet as soon as you hear this. Uh, yeah, just better team at home, rested, all that stuff. Uh, my dog, Joel said it was a tough, tough slate for dogs. Uh, I feel bad here, but I'm taking the Kraken. Uh, very, very small dog, plus 100 at the Kings. We, we all just, just, just talked about that one. Arf, arf. 
<laughs> and then my total is going to be the Hurricanes Penguins under six minus 115. It should be a uh, playoff like atmosphere between two uh, metropolitan division opponents. All right. For myself here, uh, for my lock, I'm going New York Islanders of regulation against Philly, man. Paying off minus 115. I'm fading the fuck out of the Flyers. But if you're looking for something to back it up here, the Islanders, I believe they've won 12 out of their 15 wins have been in regulation. So that kind of helps out. Uh, for my dog, I'm riding with the Jets, man. Plus one ten against Colorado. I'm a I'm a hella buck guy. You can call me a hella fuck. That's the that's the hella buck fans. The hella fucks. I'm leading the brigade here with the Carter Hella Fuck Club. So let's go, Carter Hella Buck and the Hella Fucks. Uh, for my total, I'm going Anaheim Nashville under six and a half, paying off minus one twenty. These teams can't score. They both fucking suck. Anaheim's absolutely terrible, and Nashville's they're fucking stinkers too. UC Saros hasn't been playing up to his capabilities. He's been playing like a five foot eleven goalie in the NHL, which is what he is. So I'm taking the under in that game at six and a half here, paying off minus one twenty. Uh, gentlemen, any consensus plays? What do we got here? Had a few here. Had uh, the Bruins minus one sixty five. Yeah, I love it. Um, the Islanders, either money line or regulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, or to make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with Joel. <laughs> Canucks minus 120. Uh, who are they playing again? Cow. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck the Caps. And then, then the Kraken plus 100. Yeah. Just, just, that sounds uh, good to me. No, just, no uh, totals? Just, I, I didn't really find any. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't. Any, I didn't. I don't really get many totals out today. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I like La Paz. La Paz was La a Paz good was, was a good play. <laughs> I think we can add that one to the list. No, <laughs> add that to, to the lexicon. Yeah, add that to the list. Uh, <laughs> okay, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. We talked about it. If you are a soccer fan, there's definitely tons of World Cup coverage going on there, so be sure to check it out. Uh, tons of other sports, too. We got football. We got college football. There's hoops. There's college hoops. There's hockey. Apparently, there's winter meetings in baseball. I don't know if that's a thing. Can you gamble on that? Like, how many people or who wears a tie to the meeting or who? how many people care about the meetings? I don't know. Uh, but either way, if that was a thing, and if you were looking for it, you could probably find it on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network website. Uh, as well, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Slack room, man. Like, the Slack is the fucking what? best. Just oh, <laughs> I'm not editing it out. I don't care. No, do the Discord. Shout out all of our friends and pals in the fucking Discord. The Discord is way better than any other type of medium that might be available for whatever. Shout out to all of our social friends media. And pals. Yes. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, get your ass in the Discord. You straight up lose the money for not being in there. I can't believe I fucked that up. Uh, but yeah, man, if you're looking to get in the Discord, reach out to Ryan and I on Twitter or just uh, figure it out, man. Google it. It's all good. But uh, yeah, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Get your ass in the Discord. Yeah, Discord is sg.pn slash Discord. Also, yeah, shout out to the uh, OGs from the Slack channel. Um, yeah, uh, I wish I had another nice five-star rating to, to read like I did last show. And uh if you want to hear me uh, read a nice uh, review, why don't you leave one for the Hockey Gaming Podcast on whatever podcast platform you prefer? <laughs> Thanks. That's quite the. That's I don't even know what to call it. Quite the entice the enticement to leave. I don't even think that's a word. I'm done. Incentive. Okay, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins ninety four. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. You'll find the abs crushing the hella sucks tomorrow. Let's go abs. Hella fucks are going to fuck the avalanche and the avalasse. That's what you get. Have you ever seen a jet fight an avalanche? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I think the Avalanche would win, no? Fuck, you're right. That sucks. Okay. Peace.